This is your life, God's truth, your QFM. It's Phil. I've got a couple of gentlemen with me here in the studio, and this is going to be fun because, you know, there's churches all over the QFM listening area, and at one point or another, every church is going to find themselves in search of a pastor. And sometimes it maybe happens real quick, and other times it takes a little while. In this case, it took a couple of years, no doubt about it. And what we have, who we have in the studio is Ron Knabel, who happens to be the uh, chairman of the uh, board at the church, and then the new pastor, Pastor Mark Johnson, is here too. And Ron, we'll start with you. Welcome. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Good to have you. Thanks for calling me. And, and lining this up. It was my pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. And, of course, you are over in the Bagley area yep. and have been. You born and raised there, Ron? Yep. Okay. Nope. Been there for 62 years. There you go. It's in the blood. <laughs> Pastor Mark Johnson, welcome to the area. Yeah, thanks. How you doing? Good. Good. Very good. It's, it's good to be up north. Has it been so. a month since you've been up here? Yep. Yeah, we moved up here about middle of April. So, yeah, okay. coming up right up on a month. So. Married to Jen and a mm-hmm. couple of kiddos. Yep, two little ones. Awesome. So life is uh, just chaos at home. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, get five. Right. How many did you yep. have, Ron? Two. Oh, two. see, there you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Ron, uh, it's been interesting, hasn't it? Calvary Evangelical Free Church, a great church in Bagley. The church has been there a long time, right? Yes, we've been with the Free Church for um, a little around thirty years. Okay, um, but our church has been there since eighteen ninety eight. Wow! It was. Okay, and uh, Pastor Rick left about three years ago, roughly. It yes, yes, yeah. three years ago. Um, in February, he gave us his resignation. Left uh, the last weekend of May. Okay, and. So it's been just a little over three years. And there were some bumps getting the interim thing in place for a while. But then you had the good fortune of having Pastor Rick Weiner, to a lot of our listeners know Rick. He's a Bible teacher now involved with Oak Hills, pastored at Northern Bible Church for a number of years. He was, uh, boy, some real glue for you guys, wasn't he? Yes, he pulled everything together. Um, He did a lot of the... Uh, footwork, finding uh, people. Yeah. And we were working with Dave Lindy out of the cities. Um, he would give Rick some names. Okay. And Rick would look them over, and then I'd look them over and um, throw them to the search committee. Yeah. And then yeah. we went from there. Okay. And, of course, uh, you know, Rick, he, uh, again, very involved with Oak Hills, but uh, being there during the whole COVID thing, too, it was good to have someone with that kind of experience, right? Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Well, uh, Mark Johnson evidently was one of those people you looked over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we looked him over. Um, I'm kind of looking you over right now, Mark. <laughs> yep. <just> say. <laughs> when, when we did the resumes and, and talking to the people, references, um, the gal that was making the phone calls there says, I, I can't find anything wrong. <laughs> Everything looks good. So it was just, I, I can't find anything. Yeah. It really, uh, when you called me, it was like, this is amazing how God put this together, right? Yeah. Um, my first phone call with Mark, uh, I was sitting in a car and finishing off a road trip. And um, I called Mark and I got his answer machine. And then he called me back. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, my knee caps didn't stop shaking. Mm. Wow! <laughs> it was just <laughs> something about it. Yeah, it you, was. You really feel the spirit of God was 
heavily involved in this thing. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. How about you, Mark? <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite a journey. So we, my wife and I had been a part of a church plant down in the cities that okay. started in about 2012. Yeah, and you're originally from Minnesota, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So I grew up in Rockford, Minnesota, sure. just west of the cities. So we both went to a Bible College at Crown, mm-hmm. uh, just west of the cities. And uh, we'd been working for a while, got involved in a church plant in the cities in right around 2012. Okay. And had been a part of leadership teams there. I was on the elder team there for years mm-hmm. and then ended up being able to come on staff at the church in uh, 2018. Yeah. So that really grew, evidently, that yeah, church plant. It, it did. Took yep. off. And we, through that process too, we ended up merging with an older church. Okay. So, and it just continued growing. So, Right before COVID, because once COVID hit, it threw everything off. Yeah. But right yeah. before COVID, we were hovering about right around 300 on a Sunday. Yeah. So um, so that was all we had known of ministry. Sure. I had never thought of anything outside of park community. <laughs> okay. Had, had no dreams or anything. My plan was to retire at park community as associate pastor because we just loved being there. We wow. knew God had called us there. And uh, it wasn't, it was toward the end of last summer, kind of all throughout the summer, we kept having, we found ourselves having more and more conversations about living in a rural place Hmm. or thinking through, oh, could we live in a town like this? Could I be a pastor of a small church somewhere? Eventually we had more and more of those conversations and uh, to the point where it started getting distracting for me. I just kept thinking about solo pastorate rural ministry yeah and it was one of those moments eventually where i was kind of like oh wait i i remember maybe this is god trying yeah. stirring something in exactly because we we had been at park for so long that you we knew this is where god has us this is where we're doing ministry yeah. everything is great kind of take it for granted so, yeah way. yep yeah. so you you kind of dismiss these uh the dreams that you have yeah. of other stuff because you're like well this is where god has us obviously so just keep keep moving forward so i kept uh so eventually it was kind of like okay i think this might be god stirring us yeah. for something more than than park and moving mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. so reached out to the pastors at at park friends of mine parents all that trying to get as much input as as i could sure and the first point where i knew that okay, this is God moving, and I have I have the email because I sent it in October to to one of the leaders in our denomination, just saying, hey, I think God's stirring me in this, and I send him an email saying, I think I should be pursuing a solo pastorate in Northwest Minnesota. So you and specifically said, said Northwest Minnesota, <laughs> yep. Ah, and I have no, I can't even explain why I felt that. But there was just a... Because you have no connections think, up here, really. No, no, no none relatives. Whatsoever. No. Yeah. We had, at that point, I had been to Bemidji once. Yeah. Camping. In my life. Camping. <laughs> yep. So just, and that was just to go to Itasca State Park. So... <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So had no frame of reference for what it was yeah. up here. So... Well, that's the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm. that, that led to me filling out uh, the pastor search profiles, the software the sure. denomination uses. And uh, we sent that out in November. And I put on there, you go on and you can fill out what church you're looking for. Yeah. So I did um, solo pastorate, church under 100, Minnesota. 
about like as niche and small, <laughs> small of a framework as you can get. Yeah. So and sent it off. And that was again early November. Uh-huh. And uh, after that, not, nothing happened for two months. Okay. Nothing. So nothing. We And I at that point, I was kind of assured. I was like, I've done what I can do. Yeah. Throwing that out there and we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, and then uh, it fast forward to the week before Christmas when I got the call from Ron. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of started the whole snowball process of us <laughs> looking into Bagley and, yes. see, <laughs> and seeing what it's like up here. Wow. So, there were a ton of uh, what we call synchronicities is what I'll, what I'll call them. Yeah, That's give where, us a few of those. Yeah, yep. So... So we had, the first one was the feeling Northwest Minnesota. Yeah. We had no frame of reference. And then Bagley's Bagley like called dead us center. Smack, smack dab in Northwest Minnesota. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and so that was one. We, right after his call, we were kind of like, okay, we, again, we had no frame of reference for mm-hmm. anything up here. So sure. my wife and I were like, okay, we need to at least come up here and see what yeah. Bemidji's like, what Bagley's like. So we... Uh, the week of New Year's, we left kids with my parents, and we headed up, got a hotel in Bemidji, just came up here sure. and explored for a couple of days. Huh. By the um, way, is she from a small town at all? No. She grew up in Colorado, Colorado Springs. Oh, wow. Well, so, yeah. yep. So, big city, and her family's all still out there. Sure. Um, so, we came up and didn't tell them we were coming up. Okay. We'd had just the one conversation with, yeah. with Ron at this point. Uh-huh. So, didn't tell them we were coming up, and we're... Sitting in the hotel the evening in, in Bemidji, and Ron calls me again. And I'm, and, and when my Where phone. Where are you? <laughs> yeah, when my phone rang, I, I literally had to think. I was like, wait, we didn't tell them that we were coming up here, did we? Like, so that was just one of those other things where, like, okay, yeah. things are lining up. Did he tell you he was in Bemidji, Ron? No. <laughs> <laughs> I almost asked him, you know, sometime you get up here, give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep going. That's good. Yep. So, um, but the really, the big one that really nailed it for me was, because there were a couple other things that lined up and sure. we knew like, okay, yeah, I think this is where God's leading us. And I yeah. think this is all coming together. But there's still, you know, you always want, Something that's just beyond a yeah. shadow of a doubt. Like, okay, yeah, God's calling yeah. us. It has to be a town that starts with the letter B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And and God came through. I mean, all I can say is He knows He knows how to lead people. Yeah. If oh, He wants to move people, amen. He knows how to lead them. Yeah. So during this process, I first thing I did when I thought about going into rural ministry is I bought all the books I could on rural ministry huh. and just started reading them. Sure. And Ended up getting uh, a book called The Forgotten Church, um, Why Ministry is Important in Forgotten Places. And a book about rural ministry nationwide. And it opened up with a story about Pastor Frank Higgins, who was the pastor of the Presbyterian Church in Bemidji. Hmm. And I thought, that's a little weird. That's interesting. That, yeah. <laughs> that this book opens with the story of yeah. Frank Higgins. Was that a while and, ago, do you remember? Because uh, I've never heard his name. But, it it uh, was, yep. Yeah, so this would have been the 1890s. Oh, yep. okay. I, yeah. So I was looking at the Presbyterian Church here in Bemidji, and it says it started 1896. Huh. So he, he could have been, he probably was the first pastor at that, at that church. Because this would have been the mid-1890s. Sure. Um, 
so I come up here and we have dinner with Rick Weiner. Yeah. For because uh, we came up here to meet the search committee and stuff like that. Sure. And he, we were having dinner and he was like, "Oh, so have you heard about Frank Higgins and his ministry?" And I was like, "Well, I heard it in the intro of this book." Yeah. And he said, "If you're coming to do ministry up in northern Minnesota, you got to read about Frank Higgins. Get the book, The Last of the Giants." Hmm. And I was like, okay. He said, it's the story of Frank Higgins and his ministry. So Frank Higgins, was the, he was the pastor of the Presbyterian Church here in Bemidji. And he would preach on Sunday. And then during the week, he would head out and make a tour of as many logging camps wow. as he could. And he would preach to the lumberjacks. He'd fill his backpack up with Bibles and books for them. And he would just spend his week traveling through all the logging camps, caring for these lumberjacks mm-hmm. who were working out in these camps. And he'd, he'd preach and have services for them and everything like that. And just amazing stories. Mm. And all of these, you know, all the scattered little towns up here eventually arose out of all those logging camps. And yeah. a lot of the, uh, the churches were connected with some of the men who became Christian under uh, his ministry and stuff like that so just amazing stories um but as i was reading the book there were more connections that came out so as he there was one week where he was out preaching he didn't make it back for sunday and he ends up getting back that tuesday or something like that Mm. and they have a leadership meeting and the leaders at the church were like okay this this has to stop you either have to be our pastor or okay you've got to go out and do the lumberjack just do that yeah so he he was like okay well i i quit and (laughs) and he went back out and kept teaching to the lumberjacks so but in so in the book there's a there's a line that says because of that he lost he lost their normal paycheck so his wife and his daughter had to move back to the family farm in delano minnesota Mm mm-hmm um, so like I said before, I, I grew up in Rockford, Minnesota. Yeah. So for people who know the West Metro, Rockford is the town north of Delano. That's about right. About four miles. Yeah. So it was another one of those things, light bulb went off. It's like, that's wow. kind of weird. Yeah, like, that's... <laughs> I was like, Delano? Really? Delano, yeah. Delano? <laughs> so... I have relatives okay. in Buffalo. So okay. Yep. Yep. Rockford. Area. Yep. Rockford's right by Buffalo. Quite so, a bit. Um, so kept reading. Yeah. And they get, the first part of this book is about uh, Frank's min- ministry. Mm-hmm. And it gets to t- talking toward the end of his life, uh, towards this first part of the book. And he ended up getting a type of cancer mm-hmm. in his shoulder because of the carrying a backpack all the time wow. and the weight and everything like that. So he went through uh, surgery and he... Was able to keep going for about another six years, but it was just constant pain this whole time. Um, Eventually got unbearable, so he underwent two more surgeries. And he never fully recovered from that last surgery. Hmm. So as he's bedridden at this point, he ends up going back up to his childhood home in uh, Shelburne, Canada. Uh, I'm assuming just to be with his parents as Mm -hmm for his last days and he ends up dying up there in january of 1915 is when this is so and at the end of this section there's a little paragraph that says the presbyterian mission board sent a group of guys to to get his body and brought it back and they buried him in delano in the heart of minnesota the country he loved Mm -hmm. and i thought 
what Delano really yeah. like right by where I grew up. So I was like, okay, I've got to go see this guy's grave. Yeah, I mean, it's a half sure. hour drive. Like I got to take a pilgrimage, go out and see, <laughs> see his grave. Yeah. So I go online and type in, uh, Frank Higgins grave Delano. And yeah. it takes me to the United States grave index or something like Ooh, that. It's basically yeah. just a database where you sure. can search where all the graves are. And so it has all the Frank Higgins in Minnesota. And I find the Reverend Frank Higgins uh, has the bur- burial date and everything. And it says burial site is Elmwood Cemetery in Rockford, Minnesota. Hmm. Elmwood Cemetery is at the end of the street that I grew up on. About wow. four blocks from my parents' house. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> that's that's so, incredible. To- totally blown away. I wow. mean, so I go there yeah. the next morning because I was like, I've got to see this. Yeah. And yeah. there's there's a big memorial stone huh. for Reverend Frank Higgins, yeah. sky pilot to the lumberjacks is what they called him. And uh, that? early on his ministry, the lumberjacks asked him, you know, what, what do you hope to accomplish being out here with us? And his... His response was to pilot men's souls to the sky. Hmm. And so they called him the sky pilot. And the That's name amazing. stuck for all the other wow. um, sky pilots that hmm. he led. So, Well, here you are in the North yep. Woods. Yep. <laughs> so at, the, at that point, when that <laughs> unfolded, and I was, my mindset was, okay, I have to. I have to yeah. go. Yeah. At, at that point, I was like, I don't care if they vote for me to come or not. I'm going <laughs> to, we'll figure out how to get up here. You had no choice, Ron. <laughs> yep, that's right. And we took it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's plenty of ministry that we need up mm-hmm. here, no doubt, because it is, you know, it's no longer logging camps, but it is a rural area. Yep. And, and it isn't always easy to get pastors to come and that kind of thing. But we're glad you're here, and there is room to grow for mm-hmm. sure at, yeah. at any church in, in our area. So Calvary Evangelical Free Church in Bagley, mm-hmm. you've already uh, preached a few times. Yep, and, yep. Yeah. And you can uh, check out what's happening. I just got a new website up and running for us. It's calvarybagley.com. So yeah. Pretty easy to remember. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Living right in town in yep. Bagley? Yep, or? So Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Quite a story, Ron, and you guys are excited, aren't you? Yes, very, church? very. Yeah, we we told him we couldn't afford him when he came. Yeah, but things. <laughs> and you're not kidding. You, I'm not kidding. Yeah, but <laughs> we, something happened there, which was yeah. kind of blew you away. Yeah, without um, giving dollars and cents. Yeah, get a little closer to the mic there. Without giving the dollars and cents, we were short. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Well, don't count me out. Don't count me out on this. Um, maybe something will work out." Yeah. And it it worked out. Um, mm-hmm. His home church that he was at said that they will um, take care of that extra the, that we the needed. The difference, yeah. The difference um, for two years. That's and, amazing. Um, so I think by that time we'll be flying. We won't well, and, and honestly, that's almost like you're a mission missionary mm-hmm. from your from your yeah. church and I, I bet that feels really interesting too just oh, awesome oh yeah yep and yeah. shout out to park community church it's um yeah, st louis park just yep st louis park minnesota it's just been uh overwhelming the the support and mm-hmm. sending me out and um just an amazing experience yeah. so well they'll have to come up and visit yep yep yeah. <laughs> by the way the tower for qfm is just north of bagley so oh, nice. those okay. city folks are going to come up here and they're going to hear real christian radio for the first time <laughs> oh wait ktis is down there <laughs> yep. oh, that's all right that's all right well we're glad you're here mm-hmm. and uh and welcome and 
it'll be fun to get you know you more. Yeah, uh, get yep. to know you more over time, mm-hmm. and you're meeting other pastors and yep, yeah, probably the people in your neighborhood already. Mm-hmm. So very cool. Yeah. If we know of any logging camps to send him, yeah, yep, let's yep. do it. Yep, yep. <laughs> can think of like potlatch and some of those. <laughs> Whatever happens, we can't get in the way because we'll get yeah. run over. Yeah, mm-hmm. amen. <laughs> That's all there is to it. You know, you did mention men though, because uh, Pastor Frank obviously really had a, a ministry to men mm-hmm. let's take a minute and just mention that do you feel that passion to really reach men because let's face it uh, we need men to rise up and be true biblical godly men for their families right yeah absolutely yep and yeah i'm excited to well and even me coming so this is my first lead pastorate yeah and one of the first things that i'm figuring out how to do is to get that team of elders around me to help lead the the church sure because when when you have a group of men who have shepherding hearts for Mm -hmm. a congregation yeah um yeah amazing things can happen yeah so Mm -hmm. pastor mark johnson he is now here in bagley the uh, heart of qfm country (laughs) at calvary (laughs) e free church ron Knable, chairman of the board, um, thank you for connecting. This has been fun. I thank you for letting us come in. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Um, if you're in honor. that Bagley area and you uh, are looking for a home church, they need to come and see you guys. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Amen. Um, we're not looking to grow numbers. Yeah. We're looking to grow in the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Amen. All right, and uh, thank you. It's going to be fun to meet your whole family sometime, Yeah, yep, All right. absolutely. God bless you. Thank you. Yeah, All you right, too. there you go. Very cool story. And this is your life, God's truth, your QFM.